Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, Jeff Trenopole. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a West Side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio. All right, here's a rundown of topics I'll be discussing today. Roger Goodell has come out and said whether the NFL draft will happen or not. Major League Baseball and the Players Association are in negotiations about the upcoming season. When's it going to start? How long is it going to be? All that stuff. And the Bengals, six free agents. All six of them have playoff experience. That's awesome. And as always, we have the Zeke of the week. It's Friday. All right. Let's get into this NFL draft. All right. Now, will the NFL draft go on as scheduled? It's scheduled for April 23rd. April 23rd through the 25th, Commissioner Roger Goodell said in a league-wide memo Thursday that, yes, it is going to happen. Goodell also wrote in the memo, Public discussion of the issues related to the draft serve as no useful purpose and is grounds for disciplinary actions. So basically, he wants all these NFL scouts and coaches and front office people to uh, be quiet. You're going to have the draft April 23rd, like it or not, deal with it. And like I said in yesterday's show, you know what? There are people who are out of work right now, okay? Things are different. You're just going to have to deal with it. I know the biggest issue is the scouts want to get their hands on Tua. Well, pushing it back just so you guys can figure out one guy is not worth everybody else waiting. So you should have done your due diligence before, which I know it's hard, but you know what? Right now, life is hard and it's difficult and people are going to have to do things in different ways. So, the NFL draft is going to happen, which is great. Because, like I said, this media, we can FaceTime everybody. Joe Burrow could be in Athens, Ohio with his phone and an iPad set up and sending it out to ESPN or, or NFL Network or whoever and have a Bengals jersey ready, hold it up, number one, Joe Burrow, Bengals draft, and we just move on. It's going to be, it's going to happen. I want it to happen. Not, I don't even say football fans, sports fans in general want it to happen because we have nothing else to watch. It'll be the biggest and the highest rated probably sporting event in a while because there's nothing else going on. So yes, we need the NFL draft to happen. I think the country needs the NFL draft to happen just so we have some form of normality. Yeah, it's not going to be in Vegas. It's not going to be how it normally is, but it's something normal because we have to eventually start getting back to reality here. And this is a good way to start it. So, all you NFL scouts who don't like it, go cry me a river like I said yesterday. All right. Now, the Bengals have signed six free agents. And all of my set are very good run stoppers and good players. And they have all have playoff experience. Lance McAllister tweeted out, their games and playoff trips that they have made. Reader is five and three. Wayne's five and three. Alexander's five and three. Surflo, three and two. Bynes, seven and four. Sims, three and one. Bell, five and three. That is a total of 30 games and 17 trips to the playoffs. That's pretty good. We need players who know what it takes to get to the playoffs and win when they get there. Win when they get there is important because the Bengals, like I've said multiple times, we went to five straight playoffs and lost all five of them. So, again, I'm very happy with all of the free agents the Bengals have signed. We have a plan. We're going in the right direction. 
And to get guys who have playoff experience, like I said, it can teach the younger guys what it takes. Mixon has no idea. He's never been there. Boyd's never been there. You know, these are big key guys that have never been to the playoffs. AJ has. Andy has. But Andy's not going to. If he's here, he's going to be a backup. If he's. Hopefully they trade him or can just cut him. Because we need. I would like to get his money off the books so we can spend it in something else is what I would like. And now. It was weird yesterday when they signed Von Bell. Not weird that they signed Von Bell. But they said Sean Williams and a. Article that I got from Bengals.com is that Sean Williams was going to be moved to linebacker, which I said that was great. Now, a story came out today. Somebody said that they're talking about releasing Sean Williams, which makes no sense to me. Why would you release him when you can move him to linebacker when linebacker is one of the positions that you need to fill? And Sean Williams is a better linebacker than he is a safety. Again, I don't know if that's confirmed or not. I haven't been able to confirm. It's just a story that I saw. I'm hoping it does not happen. Because Sean Williams is, I think, a good spot for him as linebacker. Now, we have Fitzpatrick. Uh, don't know what they're going to do with him yet still. He's still owed a lot of money. We've signed six DBs. I don't see a spot for him now, but they haven't cut him yet. So, it's getting to the point, I hope they, before the draft, I hope Andy's gone and they either figure out what they're going to do with Fitzpatrick or cut him one or two because if we get that money that would help to go toward draft picks and maybe more offense linemen and to go to sign Joe Mixon so those are all things that um I think the Bengals need to quickly figure out what they're going to do I'm fine with getting rid of both of them and getting the money so we will see what happens okay as I talked about in the rundown uh MLB players and uh, MLB is negotiating on how to start the games, when to start the games, how many games they're going to play, how many different doubleheaders. You know, Commissioner Roger Goodell, Roger Goodell, <laughs> Rob Manford, wrong commissioner. <laughs> commissioner Rob Manford uh, said on MLB Network that games without fans or neutral sites obviously are not ideal. Now, these are things that they are considering doing because. You got 162 games. They're most likely not going to play 162 games, which they've done before. In 1981, they had a strike-shortened strike season. I don't remember the number of games they played, but it wasn't 162. Plus, the Reds actually had the best record in both seasons because they had a stupid split season. The Reds had the best record in baseball with both seasons, and they didn't make the playoffs. That was the dumbest thing ever. But anyway, that's what they did. So you can play a season, and it's legitimate, without 162 games because, dude, we got a worldwide pandemic i mean <laughs> okay you can't play 162 games deal with it anyway i posted all that on red's country and i got a really good comment um this guy had a really good idea of what you could possibly do uh how to get the the, the schedule in and play actually a lot of games all right here, here's what he said okay start the games on june 8th and play through october 10th that would be a four-month schedule a 100-game schedule would be 25 games in a month. There are 18 Saturdays during that stretch, and it could increase the schedule to 118 games if you play the doubleheaders during the week like they are considering. Now, that would take the season to 136 games. Now, if they eliminate four off days, 
That would increase the schedule to 140 games. So you can knock out 140 games and be done by October 10th. That's not bad. Now, Major Baseball players, when they actually get going, you guys, I mean, you're not going to have that many off days. You're going to have to just, it's going to be a sprint. This is going to be, this season is going to be like any, unlike any other season we've ever had before. If they do what they said here, what my guy on Reds Country said, and we get 140 games in, that's pretty good. But the thing is, I said this on past shows, it's going to be even a bigger emphasis on getting off to a fast start because, it, like I said, it's going to be a sprint. <laughs> and there's going to be lots of doubleheaders and not that many days off. So they're obviously going to have to expand the rosters to do this because you're going to have guys get injured. You're going to have guys get tired. You cannot play. I mean, dude, 140 games in four months is a lot. And you play 162, what, six? So that's, you know, that's a lot of games. Now, if you do that and you're done by October 10th, you could get the playoffs and World Series done by November. Now you're like, well, you know, say you're playing November, like November baseball here in Cincinnati. It would be cold. Yeah, and it might be snowy. It might be. But we've done it before, okay? In 2001, um, they played a World Series game in New York City. And uh, Derek Jeter was named Mr. November. So it has been done before. Now, that was only like, I think, a week or two into November. This would probably be longer, but you can do it. I mean, it can happen. People say it would be terrible for the fans to watch baseball in that cold weather. Really? I mean, most of those fans in their cities have football teams. Not all of them have domes, and they go out like Cincinnati. If we ever had... You know, we ever have playoff games, <laughs> hopefully this year we will, in our open-air stadium in January, it will be sold out. So don't worry about the fans. <laughs> the fans can make it. We can bundle up. We can drink hot chocolate, drink coffee, get your liquid courage going so you don't feel anything. You know, we'll be fine. The players, on the other hand, it's going to really suck for them. But you know what? Like I said about the NFL coaches who are upset that they can't have longer for the draft and they feel like they're, they're getting – Shortened time because of this pandemic and we can't go anywhere. Life's tough, man. Deal with it, you know? I mean, there are guys who go outside and work in that every day. You guys can go play baseball in that for a month. You'll be all right. Anyway, that's my two cents about that. If you guys have any comments about it, put them down below or tweet them at me at uh, Sports with Strawberry Ice. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, the Twitter handle is Jeff A. Trenopole, T-R-E-N-N-E-P-O-H-L. And as always, this show and every show is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. Okay, I got a couple Facebook groups here that um, I like to, I help run. And like I said before, we can't. Go to sports bars. We can't go talk, so get on Facebook, and we can have some nice conversations there. I got Bengals Nation, Reds Country, and Bearcat Country. <laughs> can't read my own handwriting sometimes. Anyway, that brings me to, uh, this is a Friday. I haven't done, you know, the best thing you saw in sports over the weekend. I used to do that on Mondays. Wednesdays, the sports hump. Well, there's just not a whole lot going on, but... Luckily, thanks to Colin Cowhead for his moronic comments the other day about <laughs> saying that 
when they got there, when Tom Brady got to New England and uh, uh, Peyton Manning got to uh, Indianapolis, that their head coaches were Hall of Famers, and that's why they were so good. Nobody knew they were Hall of Fame head coach then. You can't compare the same thing. Sorry, Zach Taylor, you never know, might be a Hall of Fame head coach. I hope he is. I have no idea. You're not a fortune teller. You're not. You can't tell the future. So, Colin, for that stupid take, you are my Zeke of the week. Freaking cowhead. All right. Like, subscribe, share. You guys are unbelievable. I am up to 227 subs on YouTube. That is awesome. Now, like I said before, if you're on YouTube or if you're on uh, Facebook, you're getting this uh, link on there. Do me a favor. Go on to YouTube. Get yourself an account, subscribe to my show, and it'll pop up on your computer or your phone every time I do this. Now, if you are listening on podcast or Apple Podcast, Apple, give me a five-star review. And wherever you listen to me on whatever podcast I'm on, subscribe subscribe to it. Easy for me to say. I appreciate all all the support I've gotten the last two weeks. 222 people is awesome. Like I said, we're all in this pandemic together. So everybody just stay safe. Do what you're supposed to do. Wash your hands. Keep your distance. And hopefully we'll get back to normal life soon. That's just sports, baby. Tell all your friends about me. See ya.